I have learned something new about podcasts and the Christmas holidays. People are doing a lot of things, and most of those things are not listening to podcasts, as in zero downloads on Christmas Day and the day after. But I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm not listening to podcasts either. I've actually been working at the winery. We were closed on Christmas Day, but opened both days before and after, and people are out there, and many are cooped up with family. <laughs> they need wine, and we are here for them. This is the Tall Mike Wine Podcast. End of the year, Mike solo sipping, year-end best wine countdown, what's in Santa's bag, who's ranting and rating, and a special anniversary podcast edition for you to mark on your calendar. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Wait, don't answer that. I uh, I already asked you that. Okay. <laughs> Cue the piano music. I hope you've had a lovely holiday time. And the gifts you gave were well received. And if you got gifts, I hope you said thank you. I decided to gift the podcast with some new technology this Christmas. You're hearing my voice through a brand new microphone, which I'm still figuring out. But if I sound better than usual, that's why. Tallying up the podcast audience as we end the year, I'd like to welcome a few new areas of the world that are checking us out. We're now in 35 countries on five continents, including Ecuador, Venezuela, and Denmark. I'm glad you found us, and thanks for listening. Now, the thanks for listening usually leads into a call to action to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And now, I'm told you can leave a rating on Spotify. So if you're hearing me on Spotify, look for the rating feature. I haven't checked it out myself, but I'm told it's there. And many thanks to you if you've left a review. I have quite a few five-star reviews. And a few... Four-star reviews. Okay. I'm not perfect. I understand. Some three-star reviews. All right. We're average. Woot! Let's hear it for average! And then we have a handful of one-star reviews. Okay. That's not great, but we can improve. I get it. I just don't quite understand the thought process behind a one-star review. If you don't like the podcast, just turn it off. Don't listen again. Be done with it. But to leave a one-star review seems like a warning to podcast listeners. Warning, warning, don't bother. Right? But it gets better. Someone actually wrote a review connected to a one-star review, and since it's the end of the year... And we're wrapping things up, taking stock. Here it is, verbatim. The review written by one Kitty Cat Sparks on November 18th. And I quote, Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> okay. 
Many thanks for that, Kitty Cat Sparks. I hope you've had a lovely year, and it just keeps getting better for you. It's a good thing there's wine. And speaking of wine, I have tallied up the best wines I drank this year, and I'll tell you about them in a moment. But first, I want to invite you to participate in a very special one-year anniversary broadcast for the podcast Yes, I've almost made it to the one-year mark with the Tall Mike Wine Podcast. I uploaded episode number one with my guest Deepak Golrajani on January 11th of 2021. Yes, it'll be a year very soon. So here's my plan. Instead of an anniversary episode of the podcast, what I'm going to do is a live, interactive anniversary broadcast on Zoom. On Zoom. On the very day of the anniversary, and you're invited, I'll have as many of my guests from the past year on as I can convince to join in. But who I really want on the call is you. The timing is tricky, since there are people all over the world listening, but since the vast majority are in the U.S., we'll make it easy to tune in in the evening. Other parts of the world, well... It's complicated, but 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorry if you're in the United Arab Emirates. That's not really convenient, but join us if you can. I'd love it. The Zoom call details are in the show notes for this episode. Just scroll through to find the meeting code and the password and join me. Put it on your calendar. Join me from my home in Nevada, California on Tuesday, January 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Really? Okay, the year is almost over, and what year-end episode of anything is any good without a best-of list? And I've compiled the best wines I've drank this year. Yes, I take notes, lots of notes, and I write reviews of almost every wine I drink on a website that you can access. And you can also, if you have more than a few wines at home, use this site to keep track of your cellar. The site is called Cellar Tracker, and it's pretty great. It's a handy tool to not only keep track of your wine, but to read what other people are saying about the exact wines you're keeping in your collection. How are they? When should you drink them? And you get to write reviews, too. So from my reviews for the year, the top scoring wines I drank are... Number three. There are a few wines tied at number three. The first one is the 2012 Martin Estate Cabernet Sauvignon Collector's Reserve Rutherford. Yes, this is a Napa Cabernet. I gave it 95 points. And what I wrote when I was drinking it back in April was... Small winery. Big wine. Crafted from estate Cabernet grapes grown a few clicks from Camus by the very talented Aaron Pott. Aaron Pott is a celeb winemaker here in California. I hope to have him on the podcast one day. At this time, this particular 2012 is raring to go. It's all there. Beautifully balanced and wonderful. Hedonistic. 
Okay, so I drink wine. I write words. Sometimes they're a little bit flowery. Next up, also at number three, in a tie, and there are <laughs> there are four wines tied at number three. The Castelgiacondo Marchesi di Frescobaldi La Maioni Toscana IGT Merlot. This is the wine I was enjoying with Larry Sharp just a few weeks ago. And from my review, I write, amazing. Tannins all worked out. Aromas jump from the glass after about an hour of the bottle just being open. You can certainly tell this wine aged in all new French oak for two years. But that's not a bad thing. Beautifully integrated. So much nice toasty woodsy. Backing up the very dark fruit and spicy anise aromas. Texturally, I'd rank this up with any wine I've had this year. Wow. Yes, I wrote that. Like I said, I drink a little, I write a little. Also, coming in at number three. The 2015 Herman Story, Syrah, Nuts and Bolts, Santa Barbara County. I drank this wine back in August, and what I said was, Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is a big wine for fans of big wines. Heavy on the dark fruit, the spice, the earth, the wood, and some very, quote, animal sorts of flavors and aromas. Nice tannins tell me this will be knocking them dead three to four years from now at least. But very good now. And again, wow. Also at number three, <laughs> part of the four-way tie. This is from 2008. Bodega, Ruka, Malen, Kenyan, de Don Raul, Mendoza. This is a red Bordeaux blend from Argentina. I write, not what one expects from Mendoza. This is a cab-based blend with a healthy dose of Malbec, which gives it some amazing blueberry fruit. However, the cab and splash of Petit Verdot give this wine, at 13 years old, some incredible tannins, dusty, earthy notes, and intense spice. It makes this wine feel like trying to eat a blueberry pie in the back of a fast-moving convertible. Really, that's what comes to mind. Find this. Enjoy it now through at least the next four years. Now we've moved through the backlog of wines tied at number three, and we've gotten to number two. And there's a tie at number two! Two wines. The first is a Washington wine. The 2013 Long Shadows Winery's Cabernet Sauvignon Feather, Columbia Valley. This one is made by Randy Dunn. Randy Dunn is well known in the Napa Valley for his namesake winery and the Cabernets they make. Big, ageable cabs. And this one is certainly a crafted, ageable cab as well. Red and black fruit go toe-to-toe -to -toe with mountains of earth here. Tannins, yes, but silky and complementary to everything else. This would be lovely paired up with some nice fall foods. I had this back in the fall, late September. Stews, braises, 
other long-cooked fare. This wine will go at least another five years at this level of drinking pleasure. And then we get to the next wine that's tied at number two. The 2009 Goldschmidt Vineyard Cabernet Sauvignon Game Ranch Vineyard Oakville. Small production, Napa Cab. It's left on the skins for four weeks after fermentation. 31 months in new French oak. I drank this wine in August. The fruit on the initial nose is heavenly in the red zone. Red fruit and round. Later, the lovely herbs came out to add complexity. Lots of cedar, cocoa, and coffee notes. But everything in balance. Drink it now. Drink it five years from now. But find this wine and enjoy. Are you ready? Now we have the number one wine on the Tall Mike Wine Podcast list of the best wines I've drank this year. Coming in at number one. Also, made by a man who was my guest in the early days of the podcast, Michael Keenan. The number one wine of the year is the 2012 Robert Keenan Winery Cabernet Sauvignon Reserve Spring Mountain District. I've always loved these wines, but this wine, when I had it back in February, at nine years old, everything you could ask for in a Napa Spring Mountain Cabernet. Cassis, charcoal, cocoa, spice, flowers, plums, viscous texture. If you happen to have this wine in your cellar, rest assured it'll most likely drink like this for another 10 years and still reward you with evolution into the 2030s. Will I live that long? Maybe not. Keep that in mind. Drink up! The Tall Mike Wine Podcast was conceived and is written, edited, produced, and maintained by yours truly. Get in on the action by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts and now Spotify. For extra credit, write a review and tell your friends. For feedback, send me an email to tallmikewine at gmail.com. If you give me your address, I'll send you a stack of Tall Mike Wine Podcast coasters. See pictures of the wine I'm drinking, the food I'm cooking and eating, the cocktails I'm enjoying, and occasionally a really cute shot of my beloved kitty cat, Olive, by following me on Instagram at TallMikeWine. It's almost New Year's. Party on! Drink good wine! Remember, if you have wine you're saving for a special occasion, opening a great bottle of wine is a special occasion. Do it now. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? I will see you on Zoom January 11th. The details are in the show notes. Until then, I'm Mike Stone. Cheers. Cheers.